Hey, I'm Grant with Grant's Game Rex. Happy to be here. These are my top five games I played in November. I'm the type of gamer that likes all different types of games. You know, I like serious strategy games. I like party games. I like family games. I like any of the games as long as they're good. You better be good, games. You better bring it. Because I'm playing a lot of stuff and it's got to be brought in to impress me. These are the best games I played in November. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. My number five is the little pocket card game Winter from Devere Games. This is a game that's great for puzzle lovers. There is so much puzzly strategy thinkiness in this game. What you're doing is there's only 18 cards in this game, so it's a very small uh, imprint, and you are taking turns placing out cards. I should mention it's a two-player only game. And so you are placing cards out onto the table, trying to create groupings of four of your color snowflakes. And that's fine, that's fun, but where the game is really interesting is once you've placed all the 18 cards out, then you're moving cards around. It's essentially the freezing and the thawing. So once you've frozen and all the cards out there, you are basically contracting. You're gonna be removing cards out of the game. You're gonna be moving cards around. You're gonna be removing tokens all in the name of trying to have the last token left on the game, on, on the table. You're trying to have the last token out there on the cards. And I don't know, it just really, really hits that puzzly goodness for me. And, you know, it plays in about 15 or 20 minutes. So you, even if you lose, you just reset, you play it again. You know, if, if you like small puzzle card games, I think this is a really, really good one. You know who I want to hear from? I want to hear from Winter itself. Well, to be honest, I'm just happy to be represented in a game. I need the good press. A lot of people hate Winter. I don't hate Winter. Oh, really? That's very nice of you to say. Where do you live? Los Angeles. They don't really have Winter in Los Angeles. I know. That's why I don't hate it. I wish I could fist fight you now. My number four is Oh My Brain. And I would put this just like Winter into the category of clever card games. But unlike Winter, Winter is a very sort of serious and quiet and thoughtful game. Oh My Brain is a little bit more silly and comes with bigger emotional table moments. Uh, in this game, you are trying to play all of your cards out of your hand first, and you have to do that by playing higher cards than the previous number played. But there's some cards in the game with special abilities, and where it becomes different and, and clever is you have both cards in your hand and cards on a card stand that represent your, your cemetery. And so you have to work through the cards in your hand before you can pick up the cards in your cemetery, but you have to get rid of all of them to win the round. And so there's some strategy. What are you putting in your cemetery? What are you keeping in your hand? How are you gonna work through stuff 
like that. And, you know, like I said, it does have those big moments where someone plays a card down and you're like, no, come on, that's the number you're going to play right now? You know, I was, I needed something else. Uh, and it's silly because the theme is that you are trying to avoid zombies or something like that. I mean, it's not like it really comes through a lot, but it does come through in the artwork. The artwork is very silly and vibrant and fun, and it's all sort of zombies roasting brains over fires and that sort of stuff, but not in like a creepy way. In like a, ha ha, this is very silly and this is fun and I like this sort of way. So, you know, if you like clever card games, I feel like this is a really good one to... To play and whereas winter was only a two-player only game this is a two to five player game and i've played it at all player counts and it really does work at all player counts it's another fast game you can play it in 20 minutes or something like that let's uh let's throw it over to carl's corner for his thoughts i really like the silliness of the game you like you like the silliness yes i'm a very silly person oh i i didn't really i didn't really realize that you wouldn't describe me as silly? Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not the word I'd use. Watch this. Yeah, that was very, very silly. Flamecraft has gotten a lot of hype, and rightfully so. It is a super fun game. I really like it. I feel like the art and the theme is where it shines the brightest. Uh, in the game, you are playing as shopkeepers, and there are all these adorable little dragons that are helping you out in your shop. You know, the, the dragons are flame broiling the burgers, and they're helping to bake the bread, and things like that. And the art is very fun and adorable, and, you know, it's, it feels kind of like how to train your dragon in board game form. You know, these are the little dragons we want to hang out with. We want to be friends with these guys. These guys are cool. They help out, you know? They're they're cute. We can pet a dragon. You've always wanted to pet a... Don't lie, you've always wanted to pet a dragon. Now, it's a worker placement game at its core. You will be going around to these different shops and collecting resources and then using the resources to fulfill enchantments. And it's actually maybe a bit easier than you might think. Like, there's a lot on the board. It, 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 to, to a non-gamer, it could look overwhelming, but it's actually pretty easy to learn. This is a game you could definitely play with non-gamers, and I like that about it, you know, because I feel like this could be an introduction to strategy games for a lot of people because of the theme. I do think if I had one criticism of it, I, I feel like it... it, it if it was 20 minutes shorter, it would be a perfect game. You know, it's just like 20 minutes longer than I want it to be for the depth of the game. But but that's a quibble. I have fun playing it every time, and, and so it's, it's definitely worth checking out. You know who I want to hear from is one of the actual shopkeepers from the game. Well, ever since I got a dragon in my shop, business is booming. Congrats. Have you made friends with the dragon? Well, what's that reaction? Let's just say he's kind of the Gordon Ramsay of dragons. Uh, last week he told me to get my flabby human flesh away from his bread. My, my grandfather founded this shop. It's not his bread. It's my bread. He's supposed to be helping me, but it seems like he's kind of taken over. Everybody thinks just because they're adorable doesn't mean they can't be jerks.
In any other month, Flamecraft would be the most adorable game of the month, but it's not this month because Boop came out. And if you haven't heard of Boop, you are playing as cats on a bed trying to bounce other cats off of the bed. And it is cuteness overload. I mean, even the little wooden meeples in it of the kittens and cats are wildly adorable. It is a thinkier game than you might you know, might appear on first glance. It is a very strategic game, you know, in sort of the same abstract world as like a checkers or a chess or something like that. But the theme really helps push it over the top. And not only the theme, the production value also makes it feel like that too. To, to, to set up the board, you flip over the box and you put a quilt on the box. So it's actually like a bed. It feels like you are on a bed. And like I said, it's a two-player only game that has some thinkiness in it because you'll be placing cats down and booping away other cats, including your own. And the idea is to get three of your cats in a row to win. But you start with only kittens in your pool. So you're trying to get three kittens in a row to then upgrade to three cats in your pool and then trying to get those three cats in a row. So there is some you know, real strategy and thinkiness about how you're gonna play stuff, how you wanna boop things away, how you wanna move stuff around on the board. It, it's a really great two-player game. It plays in like 20 minutes, so you can, uh, you know, you, you can just play it multiple times in a row. And if you want to feel adorableness in your life, this is a great way to do it, okay? Let's hear from somebody who has whiskers. I've got whiskers. Can I take something adorable and make it creepy? You better believe it. With a mustache like this, everything is creepy. Oh, what's that? I've got some food in my mustache? And my favorite game of November was Starship Captains from CGE. This game feels big and epic and open-ended without being too hard to wrap your head around. I, I should note that I love space games in general. It's one of my favorite themes in a board game. And so that's part of the reason I respond to this because it feels like space. It feels like Star Trek the game without the IP a little bit. You are flying your spaceship around the galaxy, visiting planets and trying to complete missions at those planets. You can fight space pirates along the way. But one of the coolest aspects of the game is the worker placement aspect. You will have different colored meeples in your ready room and the different colors allow you to do different things. You know, blue allows you to do tech stuff, uh, yellow allows you to fire on pirates, that sort of thing. Um, and when you use a meeple, it goes from your ready room into the back of a queue. And you have a queue of meeples that will slide into the ready room in future turns. So you have to think about what order you're using your meeples in because you're like, okay, I really need my red meeples this turn to move, but then if they're in the back of the line, I, maybe I don't need them next turn, maybe I do need them next turn. You just need to think about the order of your doing stuff, and I really like that about it. 
the the production value the player boards you have your actual your own dual layered spaceship that is so cool it is so fun and it's so cool to look at and to do stuff with and just the physical components the way the meatballs slide around all of it i love i love i love this game is so fun to me and you know it just it's space you want a space game this is a great one in the entry of space games I feel like we should hear from an actual Star Trek fan. Well, that game is not Star Trek. Yeah, I know not technically, but, you know, it kind of is. No, it has to be Star Trek to be Star Trek. I'm just saying it feels like Star Trek. It's not Star Trek unless it's Star Trek. Agree to disagree. What are you doing? I'm preparing to do a Vulcan mind meld. Somebody's watched too much Star Trek. Those are my top five games of November. Thanks so much for having me. I do this video every single month here on Rado's channel. I'll run through my top five games of the month, so I'll be back in December. Rado is great, so why don't you click on one of these links and support him and watch some of his other content. You can also click on some links to check out my channel and support me, too. A lot of support going around because we're all great. Hey, let's be friends.